The Strategic Living Podcast, episode number 284. Being comfortable might be killing you. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Well, are you comfortable? If your answer was yes, I want you to pay close attention to the program today. We're going to be challenging you to really look at your life, consider your potential, and evaluate your progress. Hey, if you're ready to take your life, your leadership, your business, your influence to another level, you're in the right place. I'm really honored to have you with us. Let's get started, everybody, right now. We are in so many ways creatures of comfort. 70% of the world population is wired from birth to be change avoidant. And that same percentage of people, frankly, would prefer just to maintain the status quo. The infamous comfort zone is supposed to protect us and keep us and comfort us in this life of ours, right? The problem is, is that your comfort zone is regulating the quality of your life, not upward, but down to its most conservative setting. I'm going to explain this in just a bit, but let me say this. You might think that comfort is your friend. In our featured segment today, we're going to be looking at why it might be in your best interests to embrace discomfort, possibly even embrace some pain. If you want to rise to the level of your God-given potential, it is time to shatter the zone and make your way to the top. Hey, being comfortable might be killing you. Here's this week's tools, tips, and recommended resources guaranteed to amplify your leadership and accelerate your personal growth. Well, before we get into our feature presentation today, I want to share with you a pretty awesome opportunity. Most of you know that I have a passion for seeing people just like you discover their passion, engage their life's calling, and really maximize their influence and their impact. While talent and personality and skill sets and charisma, all these things play a huge part in one's pursuit of success and impact. Personal healing, which is one of our four cornerstones for strategic living, personal healing stands as the first and the most important cornerstone of all success. In 2004, I taught a six-part seminar called The Ties That Bind, Identifying and Breaking Unhealthy Connections and Soul Ties. Never could I have anticipated the response it would receive. Uh, I, I just wasn't prepared. I, I'm telling you, I was not prepared for the, the impact. The bomb was about to explode in that place. 
And since 2000 in my own life, my wife and I have been on our own journey of personal healing and discovery and growth and development and living free. We've been living free from our past. Thank God for that. Freedom from old wounds and old hurts. Freedom to forgive. And yes, freedom from what I call the ties that bind. In 2007, I published a book by that name, The Ties That Bind. It encapsulated the teaching that we did live in the seminar setting and quite frankly went into a lot more detail because between 2004 when I first taught the material and 2007 when I wrote the book, I discovered a lot of truths and a lot of principles and a lot of methodologies around pursuing and activating this level of freedom. This comprehensive teaching is more than just another good read. In fact, it's not meant just to be a good read. It's meant to be experienced. It contains a proven process that when followed has led thousands, and I do mean thousands of people all over the world in at least eight or nine countries that I'm aware of to receive deep personal healing, to be able to reconcile things that they have grappled with from their past, to disconnect from unhealthy and ungodly connections and relationships and factors, and to walk forward in freedom and confidence and strength. Now, this book has gone around the globe. I've taught it live and via video curriculum all over the world. The book normally sells for $12. But right now, I've just decided to do something kind of crazy. And I don't even know, by the time you hear this, I'm not even sure there'll be any books left at this price. But I wanted to share this with you because uh, I have made this book available, the few that I have left in the warehouse, I've made them available at 50% off the normal price. I have several hundred copies available And you can get a copy or multiple copies for $6 each, plus shipping and handling. I'm not trying to sell you something. Uh, My cost to write the book, produce the book, and print the book, quite frankly, I'm probably going to lose a little bit of money on this. But my heart is for you to be healed. My heart is for you to rise above any limitations or unhealthy connections that might be keeping you from attaining that next level. There's no limit on how many copies you can purchase, except that when they're gone, they're gone. And I'm telling you for real, I have printed thousands of copies over the years. I've done about five printings of this book. And the number of books that I have left in the warehouse at the time you hear this, well, that's how many are going to go for this price at $6. So, If you're interested in getting your hand on a copy of this book and really taking your healing process to a different level, or maybe you want to give this book as a gift, this would make an awesome Christmas gift. We're approaching Christmas time. You want to find out more about this, go to brianholmes.com forward slash ties five zero. That's T-I-E-S five zero for 50% off, by the way. So brianholmes.com slash ties 50. I hope you'll take advantage of this incredible opportunity. 
Dr. Sam Chand, who is a dear friend and someone that I have looked up to for many years and, quite frankly, has been a mentor and a coach uh, and a tremendous advocate of mine and my wife's as we've walked this path, wrote a book a number of years ago about leadership, about growth, about change. And in his book, he unpacks an incredible uh, formula, if you will, and it goes something like this. Growth equals change. Change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Therefore, growth equals pain. Let me give it to you one more time. Growth equals change. Change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Therefore, growth equals pain. Now, I'm not trying to pile on and dump on you and tell you what a, what a woeful journey you have ahead. That's not the point at all. In fact, it's not that. What I am going to say to you is that in order for you to grow, you must be willing to change internally, externally, uh, with regards to the methods and the practices and the habits that you go about uh, with your life every day. In order to change, one must be willing to let go of some things that are no longer serving them. And by the way, letting go means loss. It's something that you have possessed and you have held onto, and now you're willfully, voluntarily saying, I cannot hold on to this old thing because this old thing is no longer serving me. It's not going to help me to to get to that next level, to perform on that next level, to succeed on that next level. So therefore, I've got to let it go. And letting go, ladies and gentlemen, is painful. Loss is painful. It's not pleasant. It is not fun. But it is an incredibly valuable part of the process of growth. Ultimately, if you want to go higher, if you want to go farther, if you want to go faster than you've ever gone before, you're going to have to deal with some discomfort along the way. Discomfort. Here's the reality. We don't like pain. I don't know how to more plainly say that to you. We do not like pain. We, as human beings, we inherently and unconsciously find ways to avoid discomfort or pain. We avoid it in the area of our physical body. We avoid it emotionally. We protect ourselves. Financially, we do things. We put things in place to to see to it that we have a buffer where there's not going to be catastrophic loss or pain experienced in the area of our finances and so many other areas. Well, we also don't like being stretched. It ain't fun being stretched. It's not fun being challenged. It's not fun having your competencies, your skill sets, your emotions, your belief, beliefs really challenged and stretched to another place. Why? Because stretching creates pressure. And pressure creates stress. And stress causes us to worry or to have anxiety or maybe even to ask questions about, man, am I even supposed to be doing this? And then worry leads to fear. And fear, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely paralyzes us. It, it, 
makes us, it's like we're standing in concrete. We cannot put one foot in front of the other. We can't just take action on that dream, that idea, that business, that relationship, that contract. We are stunned into immobility. And it all began with us being stretched. So why even stretch ourselves? Why even allow uh, for the proposition of going to a different place? It's because we can settle for the status quo or we can choose to press into what is available to us by way of possibilities, opportunities, and the things that God himself has prepared for us just in front. Now, we do prefer comfort. We prefer peace. We prefer safety. We absolutely find great comfort in the familiar. It's safe. It's what we know. But that type of comfort is absolutely robbing you of the life that I know in my heart you were created to lead. Now, we talk about comfort zones. That's a term that's been around for a very long time. What what are comfort zones? A comfort zone is a limited area of perception and association wherein the individual or the group can function effectively without experiencing uneasiness or fear. It is a limited, defined, physical, or psychological area in which a person feels at ease. A comfort zone is a self-regulating mechanism. It is anxiety arousal control. (laughs) Let me give it to you in my terms. A comfort zone is an invisible bubble we create for ourselves for one of several reasons. We want to feel safe. We want to feel as though we belong. And we want to feel as though we deserve to be there. Here's an interesting illustration that, by the way, is quite literal. Many years ago, someone very intelligent and very smart identified a way that we could control environment. It was a way for us to control climate. It was a way for us to take an enclosed space, a building, let's say, under a roof and enclosed walls, and actually manipulate the temperature and the comfort of the space. We call it climate control. One of the major factors in that system that was necessary was a way to regulate and control the, the, the boundaries within which the comfort zone would be established. And so we have the thermostat. Let's say you set a thermostat at 70 degrees. If the temperature rises above 70 degrees, an electrical impulse is sent to the cooling mechanism automatically turns it on and proceeds to drop or regulate the temperature 
back down to 70. Conversely, if the temperature drops below 70, there's an impulse that is sent to the unit that turns the air conditioning off or maybe the heater on in order to regulate the temperature back up to the desired setting. So you have a number that you select because it is that number that identifies what you have determined as being comfortable. And the thermostat is the mechanism that that is the sensor that controls whether or not the temperature will go up or down. It's, it's going to keep it within a small window. Now, this would be terribly inefficient because if it had to be exactly 70 all the time, the air conditioning unit would be turning off and on, off and on, off and on, just constantly off and on, off and on. And man, you would just really drain some electricity doing that. But in the climate control world, they created a dead space of about two to three degrees on either side of your set temperature. In this case, let's say 70. So you would have 68 to 72 degrees. So you set the the thermostat on 70, but the system is going to regulate it inside of a window of about four degrees total. The dead space that they created, they refer to as, you guessed it, the comfort zone. Can you imagine if you bring that as a metaphor into our life? And we have belief systems and thought processes and understandings of things that have set the thermostat on our potential, set the thermostat on our ability to step into something by faith and with confidence. And if that opportunity causes our temperature to rise and go outside of our comfort zone, there is a mechanism inside of us that kicks in and it regulates our thinking and our, our tone back down to where we feel comfortable. It's powerful to me, but that's exactly the way the human mind works. We are constantly self-regulating down to comfort. Seth Godin, incredible author. If you've not read Seth Godin's books, just go look them up on Amazon and pick one. They're all good. In one of his writings, he says, discomfort brings engagement and change. Discomfort means you're doing something that others are unlikely to do because they are hiding out in the comfort zone. And when your uncomfortable actions lead to success, the organization rewards you and brings you back for more. I want to tell you something. Comfort will keep you operational within the zone. But the moment you decide to function and perform and produce outside of what has up until now been your comfort zone, you're going to have to face the reality of, okay, i got to deal with some limiting beliefs. I've got to reprogram the thermostat. I've got to get some things in place because otherwise this thing's going to keep me stuck in this zone. That's why I said in the beginning of the program, your comfort may be killing you. 
You say, Brian, why do you mean it's killing me? Well, here's the deal. Without vision, people perish. Let me rephrase that this way. If you don't have the capacity to see beyond where you presently are for a better future, then internally you begin to die. Oh, you're doing the work every day. You're doing the thing. You're going to the job. You're going to your business. You're doing the ministry. Whatever it is you've been doing, but you are functioning within a small parameter and your heart is longing for more, but yet you can't or you haven't yet rather been able to step outside of the comfort zone and begin to function at a different level. You haven't yet created a new normal. The only way to create a new normal is to face the old one and set it in place. You've got to look your limiting beliefs in the eye and you've got to dismantle them. You've got to eradicate them. You've got to replace them with what is a new normal for you. You have to reset the thermostat, reset that regulator. And that, by the way, is your belief system. You must raise the standard and set the vision higher than it's ever been and regulate to a future vision, a preferred future. Regulate forward. Do not regulate backward. We must dismantle the comfort zones by intentionally addressing beliefs, mindsets, fears, all the things that have been holding us in place. This comfort zone piece is my acceptable order. And yes, when something begins to happen outside of normal, outside of the comfort zone, it automatically creates conflict. It starts to stretch me. I feel pressure. So I have to be intentional about redefining what normal is. I have to be, I have to embrace creating an out of order state in order to reset what is normal and what is right for me. Out of order, into order. It's called discrepancy production leads to discrepancy reduction. It is challenging the regulator and creating and embracing and focusing in on a new target. Remember this, all growth, all growth requires change. Therefore, if you want more opportunity, more business, more influence, greater leadership opportunities, more money, impact more people, if you just want more out of life, whatever it is you want more of, know this, to have it, you must break free from the comfort trap. It's killing your dreams. It is killing your hope, and hope deferred makes the heart sick. It's killing your joy. It's killing your sense of self-worth. It's killing your motivation and your drive and your energy levels. It's squashing your potential. It's robbing you of the results and outcomes you are more than capable of realizing. Hey, your comfort might be killing you. Well, Brian, that's really heavy-duty stuff. Yes, it is. But I want to challenge you today because that's not the end of the story. You can break free 
from the comfort trap. You can reset the thermostat, the regulator. You can redefine what is normal and what is right and what are the parameters that you will operate in. You can choose a greater life. You can choose greater leadership. You can choose progress and forward and more. And I'm going to tell you how right now. If you're ready to take your life and leadership to another level and are committed to doing whatever necessary to become the influencer God has created you to be, then you are ready for this week's Influencers Challenge. So how do we break free from this terrible killer? Well, here you go. I want to give you some homework. Ask yourself these questions. And I'm going to challenge you to answer them in writing. Get a journal. Get a notebook. Actually, a real pen and real paper. And I want you to think through these questions and answer them from an honest place. What are my comfort zones? Can I just point to and say, you know what? These are areas that I'm really comfortable in. This is the familiar place that I'm really, I'm just, when I'm there, it's second nature, no big deal. Uh, But I know I've got to go higher. What are the comfort zones you can easily and readily identify in your life? Which ones are keeping you safe? Which ones do you feel like have, have, sort of served as boundaries or walls or protective coverings. (laughs) Uh, Which ones are holding you back? Come on, get honest about it. Which ones are holding you back? Which comfort zone areas do you need to, to expand out? Can you push the boundaries of those out so that you can arrive at the fulfillment of what God has actually said about your life? Here's a big one. What mindsets or beliefs can you readily and honestly identify that must be addressed in order to move that comfort zone out? Identify those faulty limiting beliefs. Move from passivity to intentionality as it relates to your thoughts, your beliefs, and your outcomes. For those of you who are Christians and look to the Bible for great wisdom and great instruction, there's a writing from Paul that says, take every thought captive. This means if there is a counterproductive thought, a dishonest thought, an untruth, if there's a limiting belief that is repetitively uh, bombarding you with, with negativity and doubt and fear, you have to grab that sucker by the throat and make it your slave. Another key to this is controlling your self-talk uh, you know, I joke all the time. I've got 27 people in my head. We have a committee all to ourselves. And, but the truth is you, you are constantly having conversation. You are constantly affirming beliefs. Now, if you're affirming the right beliefs and correct beliefs, that's awesome. That's good self-talk. But most of us are dealing with unconscious thought processes that are always affirming negative beliefs. So you've got to be aware. Turn the volume up. Listen in and make sure that you're not creating a, uh, a difficult situation for yourself through your self-talk. Number five, a great way to replace limiting beliefs is to create affirmations. These are summarized statements that replace your beliefs. They are I am or I have or I do or I am confident that. You are stating, uh, you are stating a fact as it relates to your future, as though it's already true today. You're speaking of the the future in the present terms. Affirmations. 
So here is my influencer's challenge for you. Invite discomfort into your life. You say, Brian, that is a scary thought. That's a scary meditation. That's a scary prayer. I'm saying to you, invite it. Engage discomfort. Discomfort is your friend. In fact, find creative ways to make yourself uncomfortable. Go somewhere you've never been. Go to a place where in the past you have believed you don't fit in or you're not worthy to be there. Just go hang out. Be with those people. Make yourself uncomfortable. Be intentional about the stretching process. Do things you've never done before. Develop habits and new norms and engage in new activities that will ultimately change the trajectory of your life. Set your sights on a very clear vision, a new reality. Describe in detail the lifestyle you want to have one year from now, three years from now. Get it in your mind's eye. Make an all-in commitment to achieving the next level. No matter how uncomfortable you may have to get along the way, commit, go there, do the deal, whatever it takes. Challenge the status quo. Do not settle for less than what God has said about you. Press in to what is possible. My dear friends, I say it often, and I hope it hasn't become a cliche to you. Your next level is waiting for you. Thousands upon thousands of people are waiting for you to arrive there and be the man, be the woman, do the thing that God has created you to do. Why? Because you're a difference maker. And you're worthy. And you're ready to go there. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.